Welcome to the Rise and Shine podcast series with Diane McKendrick, where we discuss filling your cup, embracing financial abundance, and designing the life of your dreams. Hello, hello, and welcome. My name is Diane McKendrick, and this is the Rise and Shine podcast series. Today, we are up to episode number 71, and the topic that we are discussing today is what I wish I learned at school but didn't. So have you ever heard of the saying, school sucks? Well, it wasn't until I got older that I had a better understanding of that saying. And we must take into consideration that school does play an important role in our society. However, as each day rolls past and I get closer to my dream business and I create more freedom in my life, in my business, in my health, in my fitness, in my relationships, all areas of my life than I ever thought was possible, I realized there was so much that school didn't teach me and that I relied for so long and so intensely on that traditional education for far too long. So what happened for me personally was I outsourced my knowledge, believing in order to learn something, I had to sit down, I had to read, I had to study. And then in order to feel validated or clever or smart or worthy, that I had to get straight A's. Who else feels like that? Uh, In order to be validated or worthy, you have to get it all right, right? Get it all right. So in this podcast, we're going to dive deep into the universal laws that changed my life forever. We're going to tap into your expansive abundance, abundance, your wealth and your freedom, those things that you can't learn in a classroom. Life lessons that you can't learn from a textbook and it's time to unlearn all the facts and all the fallacies and go back to who you truly are, the truth of you and to understand the stuff that you were taught at school is all additional. It's all an add-on. But before you learn anything, before you get the straight A's, before you become the overachiever, before you become the good girl, that you are enough and that you are valid and that you are worthy and that you are clever and smart in the things that light you up. This is one of the biggest lessons for me was I always thought I was a dummy. I thought I was a dummy because I did not get straight A's. I tried to and I tried really hard, but I wasn't interested in the content that they were teaching. And for me, being a mover and a groover, like I'm always like I'm in my body, I'm an athlete, so I love to move and groove. And it, it was just this sense of sitting down and staring at a board or listening to a teacher and I'd find myself daydreaming, 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 and I never understood. So in particularly maths, if they had said to me, die, uh, stand up, take two jumps, do two jumps and then do another two and that equals four jumps, I would have then understood two plus two equals four. But when I was just sitting there looking up at the board, I just remember feeling like such a dumbass and never understanding anything, like really going deep and really trying really hard and really studying and putting myself out there. And then I just got to the point and I was like, what's what is the point? The harder I try, the more of a dummy I feel like because I just I couldn't grasp it. I could not understand so many of the concepts that they were teaching me at school. So I sat down recently and I thought, you know, I'm grateful for school. My kids are now at school. They're of school age. But what are the things that perhaps I wish I learned at school, but I didn't? Because I look out there into society now and I look at the kids coming through and I look at my own experiences in, you know, running a very successful business and staying fit and healthy and, you know, being the mum and the wife of the house and think how relevant was all that information that I got 
that I got taught at school. And as I started unpacking, I realized there's there's sort of two two sections that I'm looking at. Like obviously there's the content of school and the information that we got we got we get taught, which mostly for me was irrelevant because it went in one honestly in one ear and out the other. I was looking out the window, daydreaming about running across the grass or going for a swim or skipping or just being outside climbing a tree. Like I just craved to be outside. Um, so there's there's that element of information. So if you want to be a doctor, a dentist, a surgeon, a lawyer, um, one of those, a pilot even, one of those professions where you really need to learn the information and learn the content, then perhaps a school set up for you is perfect and a classroom is perfect for you. Um, but if you tend to be more like me and more in the body and more, you know, wanting to move and, and feel into other dimensions and feel into the energy of things, then perhaps the, the idea of school or classrooms or the way that we learn in the traditional sense isn't it. So the other way I feel like um, school has been is being valuable to me is the things that I did get from school is, is more of the cultural and society, the way to, you know, to leadership, the way to understand um, how all different cultures come together. And, and it work, happens in the workplace as well. So often with school, think of it like this, right? And this is why school is sometimes our hardest years of life. Firstly, because we're developing and we're learning so much and we're sponging in and, and absorbing so much information. But ultimately, we're not choosing, one, who we're hanging around, who our teachers are, who our friends are, and then even as parents, um, oh, that's another podcast, but you're not choosing consciously who you're hanging around. Same as with a work environment. When I just moved into a job, um, I basically was in and around other people from all diversities, all different backgrounds. So one thing school and work did teach me um, and remind me of is the depth and the skill and the talent of connecting to all walks of life. So that to me, I feel like in my life right now is a very, 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 important aspect of who I am and what I do I can connect on a very deep level with basically anybody anybody from somebody who's really struggling in life and going through a really tough time um, to Olympic athletes to million dollar business owners to the barista to the librarian because I genuinely care about people and I really think the environment of school taught me that it just throws you in with all these um, other people and cultures and ideas and backgrounds, and you've just got to find your way out of it. So I'm really grateful for school and for work for that. Um, and I, my memories of school are very, very fond in terms of the friends I had. I had obviously my older sister, Michelle Ann, who was always there and we had a lot of fun together. So, and then I had two younger brothers as well. So we got to spend a lot of time together. My, parent, my parents were very present and also worked really hard to be able to put us through private schools. But as I get a bit older and I see my kids going on the school journey, I'm like, what is it that I want my kids to learn from school? What is it as I'm watching the young ones grow up and um, get themselves into all sorts of financial distress and strife? Because we've been taught that one plus one equals two, but we didn't necessarily get taught how to go in and set up a bank account or how to have a conversation about how a home loan works or how to have a conversation about um, even just booking yourself an appointment. I know when I left school, my, my parents were obviously very, very present and hands-on with us. I remember being about 12 years old and I used to have to go to the physio every week because I was a swimmer and, and, you know, the load that I put on my shoulders meant that I had a few reoccurring injuries there for a little while. 
um, that'll happen to you when you're swimming like 8K a day. It was, it was in, insane, intense. Um, but I remember going to the physio and after I turned 11 or 12-ish, my mum would always walk up and say, Diane Saunderson here for the 10 o'clock appointment or whatever, that was my maiden name. And then one day she just looked at me and I'm standing <laughs> beside her and she's like, tell me here. And I just went bright red from the ground up and was so petrified just to tell this beautiful, lovely receptionist, hey, my name's Diane Saunderson here. I'm here for the 10 o'clock appointment or whatever it was. And I just nearly wanted to crumble into the floor and die. And I thought, well, what if school could teach us that? I remember learning algebra. I remember learning the perimeter of a square. I remember all that stuff. I don't know the answers. I know the concept, but I don't think I've ever used it in my whole entire life. And I'm not saying it's bad or wrong, but I'm just saying that I didn't need to learn that. And it was hard for me to learn because it's not part of my values. And if you're out there and you really loved school and you're really studious, then the difference is it probably aligns with your values and the things that you're passionate about and learning things. Um, so it's a, it is an interesting concept. It's an interesting podcast. Um, but where I'm all about leveling up in life and business and being a bit of a rebel. So if you want to play in your rebel energy and drop the good girl act, because that's the thing that we're taught at school too, right, is to be the good girl, to listen, to get the straight A's, to not answer back and to do what we're told. So I was discussing this concept with my brother earlier. We went to my, my baby brother, actually, we got to go for lunch. And I said, what are three things that school taught you that are valuable and useful to you right now? And he's sort of gone through the memory bank and he said a couple of things. And then he asked me for my answers and we discussed it. And then I said, and, and what did you, would you think that you learned at school that wasn't valuable to you now? Like that it's, that's just not valuable. And once again, had a bit of a discussion around it. And I invite you to ask yourself that, like I can share my answers, but it's more important um, for you to know your answers. So one, what did you learn at school that was valuable to you that you, you've taken and you've continued to use? And then two, what did you learn at school that's not valuable to you at all? Like it just felt like it was such a waste of time. And so what that's going to do is help you get to know yourself better. I feel like in this process of, of building the, a dream life for yourself and um, creating freedom in your life and your finances and your relationships and your body and your health and everything, it's really important to get to know yourself really well. So ask yourself, what did I learn at school? And talk about it with your friends rather than just talking about the weather or something um, that's not really that important. Ask these questions of yourself and to your friends and it opens up some really beautiful deep conversations where you can get to know yourself better. So this topic was um, birthed from... The, my weekend. So basically I've um, spent the weekend at Seoul University. So my sister and I, you guys all know this, uh, my sister, Michelle Ann and I um, have a business and it's called Those Two Sisters. So Michelle and I basically headed up and we lead the way, but we are surrounded and supported by some of the most magnificent, amazing, phenomenal women in the whole entire world in our tribe. So we work with them through life, um, and business and a lot of soul work and we help them receive and set up sacred businesses if they want to. Um, we help people call in beloveds into their life if that's what they're craving, um, a partner or heal relationships, current relationships within their life. So it's just about a wholesome life and a wholesome community. Um, so we've got Soul School, which is sort of the entry level that most people come into. So Soul School is a four-week online program where we're teaching you the things that school didn't teach us but we're using the skills that school did teach us, that, that, that container and that structure and that understanding of teaching and understanding and put it into a really tight masculine container, watertight container, so you can really grow. 
And it's been phenomenal. Michelle and I started this, it was probably about a year ago now. And there's been so many women come through this four-week online program and just feel so nurtured and so extremely supported that they have come out, popped out the other end after four weeks, like our different woman. They smile differently. They sound differently. And I mean, the concepts in there and the way that we've laid it out, it's not rocket science, but most people haven't been taught this. It's the most fundamentally, um, I was going to say easy, but some of the most core fundamental things to do to, to value and connect with yourself and really genuinely honour yourself and we haven't been taught to do it. So we started Soul School and it's gone nuts and it's been amazing. So if anyone's interested in that, you can check it out on our website, www.those2sisters, it's the number two, .com. Um, go have a look at Soul School. You can sign yourself up there and um, get all sorted for that. So there's Soul School, teaching you, reminding you, because you already know it, about the soul and using that as a focus. So then we watch these women pop out the end of soul school and have such a phenomenal experience. We're like, okay, what's next? So we put our hands into our Mary Poppins bag where these massive, amazing creations just seem to keep coming out of. And oh, just the magnitude of what we've created in the last year has been phenomenal. We sat down the other day and I'm like, can you believe what we've done? We had our Ascension retreat in Cairns. Our soul mastery retreats are pretty much sold out um, up until mid next year. It's insane. We've got three team members looking at getting our fourth um, movie. I've published my second book. We've got the Sterling Silver Remembering Jewelry line. We've got the deck of pixie cards. Oh, so much stuff. So Soul School. And then we looked and was like, okay, well, what do they need next? Soul University. So we created, once again, um, this beautiful, tight, masculine container where we can come together and go even deeper. So Soul University um, we, we take, it's a, it's a graduation on the next part of soul school. And I came through as an attendee initially because we're passing on the rights of the Munakai tribe in South America. And Michelle had had them passed on to her and integrated and processed. They're like energetic transmissions, like I'm planting seeds in your energetic field and your aura. I'm learning all about it and really connecting into the archetypes and the land. And it's just, it's so familiar to me but I've never heard it or learnt it before. So it's about taking, you know, personal responsibility and really understanding and feeling the light and the energy of the world and connecting back in to that path. Um, I'm not very good at explaining it yet because it's still quite new to me and I don't have the words, I can't wrap my words around it yet because it's so, it's, it's just so amazing <laughs> and so life-changing. So, yeah, so then we have Seoul University. And that's been incredible. And just once again, seven women came into our um, first round of it and just absolutely altered their sense of self, absolutely altered their state and their um, place in this world. So it's about changing things before they're born. It's about changing the future by changing the present moment. So that's been really um, awesome as well. And then the other thing that we thought, how else can we help these people and what do they need next? That's what we just keep asking ourselves. So many business people come to us now and go, how do you set this up as a business? And I'm like, our clients lead the way. We listen to our clients. They tell us what we need, they, what they need next. And then we just go ahead and create it. So the other thing that we created straight out of Seoul School um, and in between Seoul University as well is Seoul Graduation. So that again is a deeper 
dive into what's happening on a deep internal level. So as I was saying, got Soul School, Soul Grad and Soul University. And that was where the topic of this came through because I was at Seoul University on the weekend and had the most incredible time and I wanted to do a post. And I sat there and I was sort of humming and hawing, thinking about what part of this do I want to share? There's just so much to share. And this is what came up. It was like what I wish I learned at school, but I didn't. And so one of the things that came through for me, what I didn't learn at school is that a circle of sisters is rock solid. Like what school taught me when I watched and witnessed the behaviour of a group of girls together was that basically there's it's drama field, it's high maintenance, there's a lot of judgment, competition and criticism. That's what I actually learned at school with a bunch of girls, um, younger girls, and that shadow of the feminine. So now I'm learning the opposite or remembering the opposite. So I've been exposed to both sides. So I just want you to look through your journey and see perhaps if you still are in the workforce or you still are in an environment where women are tearing you down and it doesn't have to be like that. And ultimately, there's always, you know, there's always so many different options. There's so many different ways to look at things. But when you feel fully seen and supported by a group of women and you know you've got your back, you feel like you can do anything. So that's one thing that I would like you to feel into and see where you can find a little bit of the support in that in your life, like feeling supported and celebrated by women as opposed to criticised and judged and pulled down and like you don't belong. For me personally, I felt like I never belonged. It was a really hard way to feel and it wasn't until we created this group and did the internal work ourselves that it was like, oh, it's a place of belonging. It's a place of homecoming for people. So if that feels good to you, please reach out or pop over there on the website and have a look, those two sisters. The other thing that I learnt... Um, was it smiles, laughter and dancing is medicine. We absolutely had the best time. We danced like no one was watching. We sang terribly and nobody cares. The louder and the badder, the, the, the louder and the worse it sounds, the better. And we moved our body and we threw our hands around and we threw our heads back and we used our voice and it just felt like pure medicine. Like you just expand yourself and you can feel yourself taking up so much space in the world and everybody's smiling at each other and supporting each other, which is just so dang powerful. Um, something you've heard me talk about before is celebration, triumphs, competition, any day. So me having been an athlete, I was wired to win. And I also was wired that me winning in life or business or sports or whatever it was because of the way society is set up, meant that somebody else loses. What I've learned recently is sharing my celebration. Sometimes um, people are going to feel like shit because they feel intimidated rather than expired. And that's a topic of another web, uh, another podcast that I'm going to do soon. Are you being intimidated or inspired by your soul sisters that are doing amazingly well? You know, that kick in the guts feeling when someone does, one of your friends do really well and you think to yourself, oh, why is it happening to her? Aren't I good enough? I'm not working hard enough. It's not fair. When you can flip that to true celebration, genuinely for her, your celebration will be closer and you celebrate her more like it was your own celebration or more so and it feels so good. Um, the other thing I learned over the course of the weekend at Seoul University is that we can rewrite our stories of the past because it's the way we remember it doesn't mean the way it's the way that it was. It's just our conscious memory of it with our awareness at the time. And when we look back and scan back and throw our eye over the past, every way you behave, every trigger, everything you say, every way you feel 
comes from a past experience. When we can go back with love and remap that past experience and have a wholesome look on what actually happened in these moments that we remember that create and direct our life, your future, your now will change because it's a different, it's a different energy. You're looking at it more with love and wholesomeness and trust. And as opposed to feeling ripped off or anger or frustration or hate or overwhelm or not good enough or the thing that most of the time we are conditioned to think about ourselves through society, through society as we're out there because it's easier to control people that are in fear. So you want to go back and you want to rewrite that and remap it with love. And that's something that we do once again in, in the soul school, in the, in the soul university, in soul graduation. So remapping those past stories with love and then drawing a line in the sand right here and right now as you listen to this podcast and making a declaration to the universe that my life will be different from now. I had a moment on the weekend at Seoul University where it just, I don't know, I've said those words many times, but I never had the, 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 the full energetic exchange or the full, oh, what is it when you're speaking with absolute conviction? And it wasn't even words, it was a feeling. I was like, oh, my life from this point forward will never be the same. Something just changed. And you have the power to access that any moment of any day. But once again, with the way that most of the society and schools and work is set up, it's just, it's just there to keep a lot of people, the masses, in a certain way of life. So you've got to choose where you're at. Are you someone that's just sort of getting by and you're on autopilot, head down, bum up, racing around everywhere, working for the man, getting the money at the end of the week and then drinking on the weekend or having a few wines every night because you're trying to numb the pain or scrolling or avoiding your kids or spending too much time with your kids or self-sabotaging? What is it that you're doing to avoid those feelings? Um, the other thing I've learned is time doesn't actually exist. It's a man-made thing. Time does not exist. And then when you can expand yourself out to timeless and spacelessness, yeah, that's when some real crazy shizzy goes down. And probably not for me to share on a podcast because there's so many newbies that listen to this that might be scratching their head and thinking, oh, I'm scared of this information. Who is this crazy lady? Um, but definitely if you want to hear how you can manipulate time and space, um, yeah, jump into soul school and we, and we can work with you closer on, on, on your power in that's, you know, that you're ordered to do that. The other thing I've learned is, and I learned the opposite of this at school because I got bullied pretty bad and I was always the outcast, whether it was for having crooked eyebrows, double chin, pimples, all the thing that you go through at school um, or just being simply being really good at something. I was a great swimmer. I was tall and lean and I got bullied to the heels for it. People used to make fun because I was so... Um, lean or skinny I guess and tall and I just used to get like pulled over the stones for it. so this was not my truth back then but it is now and I've learned it since that life is better together when you are connected with the right people and you've got the right people in your corner and you're supporting the right people life is so much more enjoyable doesn't mean I can't spend time by myself I spend loads of time by myself and I encourage you to as well but when you've got those right people around you they'll really lift you up and you lift each other up. And it's like this vortex that you all get swept up in. And it's really quite magical. The other thing I learned <laughs> at school, we're always looking for the out, you, you know, the drugs, the alcohol to get out there and, and break the rules and, and go through that developmental stage. Well, I realized recently that 
You don't need drugs or alcohol to get high. You have the access to be high and get high on life, like be in an altered state every day through love and through fun and through pleasure and through connection and through devotion to living a pleasure field and life, doing what you want with people that you want and creating the income that, that you desire and having the lover by your side and feeling fit and healthy in your body, whatever it is for you. And that, you know, one of the final things is that true abundance, true abundance is an inside job. And you've heard me talk about this many th times through the podcast, through the books. It is not the number on the scales, the money in the bank account or lack of or any of those numbers that matter, what kind of car you drive, what kind of clothes you wear, what kind of makeup you put on your face or not, that is not the metric to success or abundance. Success and abundance is an inside job. When you can make wake up most mornings or every single morning, not always feeling great because some days you won't, but with this really solid sense of self and solid sense of trust that no matter what gets thrown at you in this world, that, that it's, you can cope and that you can manage it and that you've got support and that you wake up and spend your time or invest your time or do your time with people you love doing stuff that you love. That's what we're here for. What if we were just simply here to enjoy life? The, giving you a permission slip, the more you enjoy life, the more others around you are going to enjoy life. And then when we're all, that, all in that vibration of really understanding that and comprehending that, life just goes to the next level again. So there are a few of the things that I wish that I had learned at school um, that I didn't. I felt like I was, you know, deep in trying so flipping hard to learn algebra and the perimeter of a circle. But, you know, there's some fundamental laws there that gave me a really good footing to get started, show me the things that I didn't perhaps really enjoy or want my life to be like. I'm very grateful for all of the experience. It's, it's the wholesomeness of it. Um, but yeah, now, now I've taken a step out and I'm creating my own um, empire, I guess, ultimately is what it is. And we're using the structure of, of the school and the schoolyard and what we were taught at a really young age to bring all these people together in this beautiful container so we can continue to learn and grow in the way that feels good and looks good to you and that aligns with your life and your way of being. And yeah, it's just really beautiful way to be. So thank you for joining me. Uh, another amazing podcast. We'll be doing this for 72 weeks, uh, 71 weeks now. And yeah, I'll see you all again next week. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I would like to personally invite you to my next workshop, The Six Steps to Soul Success. It's four hours with me where I personally take you through the six steps that I have taken to build the life and the business of my dreams. We hold them online and offline and all you need to do is send me a personal message on Facebook or Instagram. And if you take action now, I will honor that with a free ticket. The online tickets are valued at $20 and the offline at $50. So if you take action, send me that message. I will ensure that my team secures you a free ticket to join us and start taking the first step to living the life of your dreams.